we're live, kind of. Everybody just, you know, everybody loves their own opinion. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Nobody. Here's my podcast. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, guys? (laughs) Welcome to Always Tribbin. I'm your host, Mike Tribby. This week, got another up-and-coming comedian, but more than just a comedian. He is a woodworker, a fake construction worker, from what he said. <laughs> and, yeah, also mostly just a comedian. He's That's pretty much all he's got going on in his life. Yeah, actually. Kevin Deondo, what's going yeah, on, Yeah, what's man? up, dude? Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, <laughs> a fake construction worker. Yeah, that's actually kind of true when you think about it, because uh, I manage construction. I don't mm-hmm. really do it. and. Yes. Like, that's the thing. I'm surrounded by it all the time, uh, but it's, you just see these super hard construction workers doing shit, and I'm just walking around in khakis, and they're like, man, fuck this guy, you know? Um, no one's inviting yeah. you out for a Oh, beer. no, no. The, the, the workers aren't there to, to uh, enjoy my presence, man. It sucks, you know? It's like almost stolen valor, kind of like when I'm there. You know, they could just call me out and, uh, you know, make that- me go viral. That I can actually, you know, I can relate to stolen valor. Just because, <laughs> I don't steal it, but people give it to me. Right, right, right. Everywhere right. I go. I, I just look this way. I can't help it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, so I want to ask you, are you a veteran? Are you I'm a, not. Okay, no. that's crazy as fuck. And then yeah. maybe I'm part of the problem because, like, I go, I look at you and I go, oh, yeah, this guy's totally a vet. Like, this guy's, you know, you're like, yeah, I, you just have the look, you know? And I'm like, oh, yeah, this guy's definitely totally serving. You're getting a discount. Like, yeah. if I'm serving, you're getting a discount. 100% every <laughs> time I go somewhere, they're just like, here you go, sir. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, for what? I didn't do anything. <laughs> Thank you for protecting us overseas. Yeah, man, you definitely have the look. I've yeah. looked this way for It's the craziest thing, too, because I've been this height <laughs> since I was, like, 13. Oh, shit. You were one of those tall, like, freakishly tall kids. Yeah. yeah. Real skinny though, like yeah. I was like a hundred pounds. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. and nothing to and then me. You just but blew up. you know, I just had this tall figure. And I remember I was walking home one day when I was thirteen. Yeah, it was early morning. I was walking home from my friends. It was cold as shit. Right, middle of winter. I didn't have a jacket. And uh, walking past this old man just out watering his lawn for some reason in the winter. <laughs> old people always got to water their lawn. Yeah, though. they got to be busy. Too. You know, if they stay still too long, they'll. It's the only Whatever, time we have yeah. for that. <laughs> yeah. So I'm walking by him, and he's like, oh, hey, look at this guy. He, like, calls me out. He's like, hey, you must be in the Marines, huh? And I was like, no, dude, I'm 13. And he's like, oh, well, you're tough. And I, yeah, like, he just assumed yeah. you were tough. Yeah. I was like, nah, dude, I can't afford a coat. Like, I just, I'm poor. I don't, this isn't toughness. Yeah, yeah, this isn't being tough. This is just poverty. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so. Dang, so what, what pushed you to get all tatted up and everything like that? When did you start getting all tattooed? Listen, I'm from the hood, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, you're like one of those down-ass white boys. You're, you're a, you're a I was dob. The, I was yeah. the only white boy in my friend's Word, yeah, seriously. That's crazy. <laughs> well, I mean, we had, we had some habs. So if you like, add them up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. There was a few of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was just it was me and my boys Dude, in the hood that's listening crazy. to G Unit. Yeah, you were know. you like one of those kids who was getting tatted up young, like real young? Oh yeah, I'm like, I got my first tattoo when I was. Um, I was a freshman in high school. Stop. Seriously? Yeah, dude, yeah. I, I, dude, I used to be jealous of those guys, right? See, like, mm. I used to, when I would, because, I mean, my dad's all tatted up, um, and I always wanted a tattoo, but he kept stressing me. He was like, dude, don't get it till you're 18. Don't, don't just wait, just wait. Um, and all my friends were getting tatted up by some, some random person who did it in their house. Her name was like Monkey or something. <laughs> and there, everyone was like, damn, we got to go to Monkey, dude, get hurt. And like just coming out with the craziest tattoos. I used to be so jealous. And I didn't get my first tattoo until I was 18 and in the military. Whack. See, yeah, I, exact opposite, complete opposite of that yeah. story. Almost the same st- same start because like I wanted tattoos. My yeah. dad had tattoos. I thought they were really cool, and I was into drawing a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like I remember, I'd like draw Yu Gi Oh monsters and stuff. And yeah. <laughs> and my dad was like, he saw one, and he's like, yeah, that should be a tattoo. And like right there from the moment, I was like, I'm gonna draw tattoos. Like I'm gonna yeah, like, tattoos yeah. are gonna be my thing. So I just remember I was like maybe 13 when that happened. So I was like, I was on it. Like, yeah, yeah, I kept yeah. telling him like, hey, you know, I want to get a tattoo. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then uh, this guy moved in down the street, Marvin. <laughs> Marvin, this not monkey. motherfucker, Marvin down the street. Yeah, Marvin. He uh, he was a, 
a cool dude at first um <laughs> like his meth addiction got like way out of hand oh yeah yeah, yeah. no i yeah. <laughs> but like at first like he was really cool <laughs> he, he was a tattoo artist so he gave my dad a tattoo do you and, think like, he had a steady hand like like before go like when he when, did he tattoo? tell you he was a, a tattoo artist or did your dad come home with the tattoo like hey yo Mar- methy marvin over here just fucking scribble dabbled on me <laughs> no nah, he'd been trying to get business all summer right like, he right, was hitting right, up right. everybody on the street like yo i do tattoos my dad was the first oh he one was to do hustling it. outside talking yeah. about i do tattoos yeah yeah nice so my dad did one, and his was clean. Like he did it really nice. It was yeah. just a just like knife or a little something on his arm. Uh-huh. Um, Twenty One Savage fan. Way <laughs> before Twenty One 21 Savage, Savage was yeah. even out. Big on the Twenty One Savage back in the day. So uh, I like somehow leveraged that into me getting a tattoo. I don't know how. So you were just like, "Damn, Dad, that's crazy." You're yeah. how old was your dad? Um, honestly, I don't like, even know how old like he is 30s, right now. Like 30s, 40s, and you're like, damn, that's crazy. You got one now. I can get yeah. one too. Yeah, I'm like 15. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, damn. Fuck it, you know. And what was his, like, you just started talking to him about, like, getting one, and was he open to it at first, or was he just like, yeah, sure, go ahead? Or did, was he was he trying to hold you back? Well, no. So, my, my whole relationship with my parents yeah. is not normal at all. Mm-hmm. Like, right. My dad, my dad also smoked meth. Never with Marvin, I don't think. <laughs> I, I think they kept but, that. But like you separate. saw him in the same vicinity a few times, and you're like, mm, yeah, I, don't I, know. I saw him coming out of the same alleys, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, Hey, yeah, you know my yeah, dad. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Um, so like we, like there wasn't like a real father son relationship. It was mm-hmm. just more like, like uh, you hey, know, we live together. You have type a child. Of deal. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, one of six. So right. like, oh, okay. So yeah. all your siblings were around the whole time, like, and you most were just... of, mostly some of them in and out of jail. Okay, uh, my mom you. was in and out of jail uh-huh. most of my life, so it was crazy. Right. You know, I, he treated me like an adult, very good. young. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. I guess good, he didn't really have good, a choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> he needed yeah. fucking help. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you're like I'm yeah. six years old, yet this old guy on meth is one running around the house with no pants on. You know what yeah, I mean? Pretty much. Well, <laughs> he always kept his pants on, um, but sometimes he'd like ride in on a motorcycle do to, into wheelies. your house. Oh yeah. <laughs> You never knew what was going to happen. Wow, dude. You're really living on edge. Yeah. yeah like, And with the thing is, like, they wake up at all times of the hour, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Crazy thoughts. Was he like, to like uh, I mean, we don't have to talk about it if it doesn't go too deep, but I mean, like, did you notice as a kid, like, any differences? Like, did you, were you aware of what, like, drugs were and stuff like that? Like, or, like, did you ever pick up on it, like... Hey, my dad's acting a little different right now, or like, you know, well, why I mean, is he just doing so many push-ups? Like, he always non-stop. went through like extremes, uh huh. You know, because like when he had his fix, it yeah. was like the happiest dude ever. Like, we'd go out for ice cream, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, like, so he was still doing dad stuff, like he eh, was somewhat. Okay, I feel I like you. he was just doing shit he wanted to do, and he would just drag <laughs> us along. Right. <laughs> but then, that's what he wanted to do on meth was go get yeah, ice cream. He's just like, you know, hey, you, I got these kids. Let me take my favorite ones. We'll go <laughs> get some ice cream. Okay. Yeah, I got you. And then, like, when the low, like, when it was bad, like, it was just mm-hmm. frightening. Right. So, yeah, like, absolutely. it was the the two extremes. We always, we knew something was going on. Mm-hmm. And there was always denial. You know, nobody's ever going to admit. Yeah, especially when young, have, too. Like, you're And just... they have a problem like that. No, yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, you get fired from all his jobs. Uh-huh. <laughs> you realize, like, you pick up, like, I think you're the problem here. Right, and that's yeah, when you were like, fuck it, I can totally get a tattoo right now. And like, Oh, yeah, like, when I was, <laughs> when I was 13, that was, what, that was when I had enough of my dad. When I was like, I took a stand. Oh, man, so you guys were, you were, like, pretty defined at a young age being like, okay, I can definitely recognize that either I'm past this or, like, this just isn't positive or, like, good or... The moment I got my growth spurt, yeah. and it was, like, he stopped hitting, mm-hmm. I was like, all right, we're even now. Like, yeah, 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 definitely, yeah. We're you the, know, come at me, bro. Taking some serious control, dude. Well, that's crazy, man. That's absolutely nuts. And then, and so, well, you were, so, like, you were in high school, like, tatted up and stuff. Maybe that, yeah. and people were probably like, yo, don't fuck with this guy over here. I, it's yeah. funny. <laughs> Cause it's like uh, I, in elementary school, I fought a lot. Like I really, was just, yeah, I was so dude, angry. same, yeah. I, I just, dude, that's crazy. I got into a lot of fights in elementary yeah. school. A lot of losses, but a lot of fights. You know, I took, I, yeah, I took my good share of L's. <laughs> yeah. Once the L started piling up, I was like, you know, I think I might retire. Yeah, I learned how to talk shit. That's what what changed it. My dad was like, you need to stop using your fists. Start using your words. <laughs> Break them. Yeah, and then <laughs> uh, so I did, and like, dude, roast game would be fire. 
Yeah. But then it, I would just get my ass beat harder. Like it didn't it didn't stop the amount of times I got my ass beat. It, I just knew I won. You, you know, can't motivate your bullies. You <laughs> yeah. can't. That never works. Yeah, I had to shut them down. So uh, no, but I feel you. So and then what into uh into middle school high school you know you're you're walking around tall as shit probably no, I, grown like i was tired yeah i was just beat down i didn't want to fight i was mm-hmm. over it i remember the last one of the last fights i had um it was with one of my friends yeah something stupid we were fighting over like mm-hmm. some either shoes or i don't even know what just it was kid shit dude it, yeah it's the most nonsensical thing yeah. when you're younger yeah but I, I remember going in like going over to his house and i was like i really don't want to like i don't want to hurt him i don't want to fight my friend because uh-huh. we had fought a few months before i fucked him up like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys kind of already know yeah. like, what's going on yeah. i know what's gonna happen so you've already like, asserted dominance once <laughs> yeah but he's got like all these people telling him like no we want you we want to see a fight blah 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 oh, so they're gosh, amping dude. it up and why do we uh, Sorry, I don't well, want to go down thing. that. So, People just love violence, dude. It's they the really do. Shit. They really do. We we go. We like especially kids. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, let's not do this. Yeah, we're friends. Let's just go on about our business. No, it's got to happen. Mm-hmm. We're here, so we start to fight. And like, neither of us want to like punch each other in the face or like really hurt each other. So we're just like, we're just like kind of hitting each other, like hoping the other one will stop. <laughs> yeah, just hoping you'll come to the realization. Yeah. And then like everybody's like around us is like booing, and I was just like, <laughs> I was, that's why I was like, I had took a moment and I was like, you look at this shit. I was like, they don't give a fuck about us. Exactly. All man. they want to see is us just fight each other and hurt each other. A hundred percent. I'm done. Yeah, there's no reason to yeah. give into that stuff, man. Yeah, I feel you. I, I wish I would have had that realization uh, a lot sooner, man. Uh, just taking crap and getting into fights all throughout school. Um, and just, you, dude, I was people's puppets, man. It yeah. was so easy for them to just make me mad. And I, they just know I'd be a, a loose top and go do something stupid or get into a fight. And yeah, it took me a really long time to just be like, oh, yeah, all these, you're just a... Uh, I don't know. It's kind of funny. Uh, like you go up on stage and you're kind of like uh, you're like doing some stuff and it works and they laugh, but at the same time you can get off the stage and then you're like oh those people don't give a fuck about me. <laughs> like they really don't. Like it's it's like and it's funny because it's like as good as they can make you feel and as bad as they make you feel. At the end of the day, nobody really gives a fuck about you. Yeah. So I, I hope that's positive. <laughs> no, hey, the the ultimate unfortunate truth about comedy yeah. is that we are just dancing monkeys we yeah are. man it's crazy i i think the biggest uh not in comedy at least but this is one thing that really set me off was uh so i was in school i was in college for like one semester i went to a community college uh and the only reason i enrolled was because my dad was uh he was already starting to really deteriorate from cancer and uh, he had always talked about me being in college and i was like all right whatever i got time you know, college is going to be paid for because of the military, whatever, do it. I enroll, I tell him he's able to see that I'm, you know, enrolled. He's able to see that I'm doing really, really well in school the first few weeks. And then he passed away, um, you know, the uh, like halfway through the first semester. So I was like, fuck school. I was like this. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to finish this semester and I'm dropping out like for sure. Um and yeah, dude, you know, 4.0, you get get this little letter from the, uh, being like, you're on the president's list for this community college. And I was like, oh shit, like, yeah, you know, like big deal. Uh, but, you know, so, so depressed and, and beaten up. And, you know, I was sitting in class after the next semester. I was waiting, try, I was trying my best uh, to keep going. And dude, my teachers weren't helping me. Things were just moving way too fast. So I went down to the office. I went to the veterans uh affairs place and i was like hey um i want to drop all my classes no no reasoning i just walk in you like clearly frustrated eyes red because i'm about to freaking ball my eyes out mm-hmm. and um they the person just looks me dead in my eyes and goes oh well yeah the office to drop all your classes is actually over there <laughs> and dude no uh-huh. no question as to why no question as to are you sure and so they just point me in the direction so i go over there to this other lady and I'm like hyperventilating at this point. And I was like, I need to drop every single one of my classes. I was like, it's all, I'm done. Like, I'm done. And she just goes, okay. And a few clicks of the keyboard. That's insane. And within five minutes, I was no longer a student. And it, as I was walking out, I was more angry at the fact I was like, oh, they don't give a fuck about yeah. me. They didn't care that I was a student. They don't care about what's going on. They're just like, yo, are you guys, are you going to keep paying me money to 
to do this or not? And that was like one of the biggest wake up calls when I was like, damn, yeah, really, people really do not care, uh, which is kind of tight. You know, you can take advantage of that in a, in a good way, in a good way, please. Yeah, <laughs> in a good way, please. Yeah, not, <laughs> strategically, not, a, not like. <laughs> we're not, not pro Bill Cosby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no pro Bills, no yeah. pro Bills, yeah. In any sort of manner. I mean, the show was great, but what he did in between <laughs> yeah. scenes. Yeah, I haven't, um, you saw him like, recently when he got out right you saw him like doing a bit in front of the camera did oh, you see that he, dude he's got a like <laughs> mentally i'm sure he's fried like dude, i can't imagine what the fuck he thinks about like daily like what's going on in bill cosby's head like does he think in bill's cosby like voice like all the time you know what i mean like what's his inner dialogue sound like think about his time in prison <laughs> could you imagine the non-stop heckling <laughs> that he got for however long was he, I don't know how long he was in there. Yeah, dude, think about how many but, prisoners handed him drinks and they were like, go ahead yeah. and take a sip of that. <laughs> listen, we, we all know how brutal prison can be. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure he he was somebody's sock puppet. Yeah, for seriously. I mean, but think about the guy, though, you know, who got locked up like 30 years ago, who was like a big comedy fan. He loved Bill Cosby and all of his work. And like, he just hasn't been exposed to the outside world yet. And he's just sitting in his cell, and all of a sudden, he's like, hey, you got a new cellmate. And fucking Bill Cosby walks in, telling me that guy's probably not having the best prison sentence of his life. Like, just, hey, do the pudding pop thing, or I'll fucking shank yeah. you. <laughs> Nonstop. Bill is just 24-7 doing bits in yeah, prison. to that's, survive, bro. To survive. I'm um, sure there's some, maybe some old head that's like, yeah, you know what? Chill. Give him, yeah, give him yeah, a give him some, Cut him some slack. <laughs> All right, this guy back in my day. Yeah. I wonder if they... I think it'd be funny if they give him like a sweater, like a prison sweater vest, you know, like one that's like orange, like a jumpsuit. Hey, you, like, you just know if they ever serve pudding. Untapped, yeah, <laughs> untapped market, Bill. Go ahead, write that down. <laughs> Bill, if you're out there listening, <laughs> go ahead, write that down. Yeah, I, I wonder I wonder what that's like. If, he, if he's writing material... Dude, yeah, so that's like... A, so, that'd be an interesting I've never... I, what's interesting to me about, like, a good I one, guess, comedy... But... Yeah, it's like, when is it... I was talking to somebody else the other night about this. At, at, I was at, at this open mic. Uh, there's no, like, real, like, W-2, you know, there's no entry offer letter. There's no firing. There's no retiring in comedy technique well i mean retiring i guess yes but like <laughs> yeah there's retiring yeah sure. <laughs> like um it can just go on for as long as you want which is the craziest thing because you see these comedians who are super super old or like really really young and you're just like are these super old guys like just kicking it in the nursing home just like i don't like just writing bits about what happened like you know um and i think that's actually pretty crazy to me and uh yeah, you can never, you can just, like, here's the good thing about comedy, right? You just walk in. You just start. Yeah. You just start. And you could literally, well, just, I mean, don't do it, but you could just say some of the craziest shit on stage, and then everyone can hate you, but you can still show up. Like, it's like, yeah. not saying, probably not that mic, but I mean, like, definitely <laughs> there, there will always be a place someone will be like, yeah, sure, grab this microphone, talk for three minutes, you know? You know what, and that... For some people, is the worst part of comedy. Yes. Oh no. That yeah, I can definitely. Because like I have friends that I'll talk to. You know, I'm telling them I'm doing a show, going to these mics. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they're just like, yeah, but who else is gonna? Be there? <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's the thing, man. You do have. Uh, I mean, so. I don't want to like point any. I'm oh no, gonna, no, no! Like, you don't have to say any names. No, I'm but, not gonna say any names. Yeah, bleep these out. Um, I'm no, gonna call just... it an act. For sure. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> there's there's one one guy. Um, you know, his stuff is, is just, there's, you can just cross a line with how raunchy and just disgusting. You yeah. Are. It's all situational sometimes, you know, you got to feel it out and there are ways to be raunchy on different levels though. Yeah, you but know there what I'm are saying? Some, I feel like there's some things like no matter, no matter what it always how crosses a line. Try, yeah. Yeah. Or it, it's not crossing a line technically. It's like, uh, you're stepping so far out of the, the crowd's comfort zone that they, like yeah. they're, <laughs> read a fucking room guy <laughs> yeah read a room dude i remember so that was like my big thing was um right before i started doing comedy for some reason literally i signed up for an open mic and the day before i went up um i started i just typed in bombing at a comedy show on youtube 
and I just watched guys step up and just say like the craziest shit. And my wife was like, why are you doing that? Like, why are you setting yourself up for fouls? Like, I'm just trying to see how everything, like how bad it could go if things go wrong, right? <laughs> and she was like, well, I don't think you're going to s- stand up there and just blurt out the N-word four times. And I was like, you're probably right. I'm not like these guys on YouTube. But I always thought, Iffy. yeah, I, I thought like being in the open mic scene would just be really chill. And maybe I actually wouldn't see, like I was going to step into comedy for real, and not, you know, listen to the rumors and hear, like, there's, like, crazy raunchy people or people who are racist and shit yeah. like that. I was thinking that it's just it's just going to be cool. And, dude, the second show I went to, uh, it was an open mic. There was a bunch of people there. And uh, the host was talking to me next to this other comedian. And he the host was like, is this your second time ever doing stand-up? And I was like, yeah. And the guy next to me was like, yo, I've been doing stand-up for, like, like a, a minute i've already done like eight shows like like a couple open mics i was like word okay well i'm brand new and he goes well yeah like let's sit down chit chat i bring him over introduce him to my wife his wife comes over we introduce ourselves we sit down we share laughs i go up do my set he comes up on stage and he's feeling it right crowd's hot everything's going good uh He's not black, by the way, uh, but crowd's going, everything's going well, <laughs> you know, with the crowd. Um, and he starts talking about Deshaun Watson. Uh, this is pre, um, you know, pre all the butt stuff. He was just talking about <laughs> Deshaun hey, Watson. A... <laughs> not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying this is pre. Maybe he knew. <laughs> yeah. Something. Well, something was looming. Is he in a his head. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> He, uh, and then he just goes, yeah, man, I, I fucking love watching Deshaun Watson. That guy is my... And then he proceeds to say a word that he is not allowed to say. No, nope, can't say that <laughs> Yeah, one. can't say that one, buddy. Uh, and the whole crowd goes silent. And I don't know that I'm also supposed to say silent, too, because the worst thing you could do is react <laughs> when it's a dead room. And I just audibly, though, I was so taken back, I just go, oh, shit. <laughs> and the whole crowd just goes, ooh. And he's like, he just starts introspecting on stage. He's like, I was doing so well. And then I said that. I feel like yeah, that's yeah. it. And he was like, all right, I'm off. And then, like, I was like, damn, so this shit really does happen. Like, this is real. Like, people really do go up there sometimes with mm-hmm. some crazy shit in store. Just like, but that's the beauty of it, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. You you never really know what you're going to get. Unless you know everybody on the show. Exactly. Everybody going up. Yeah. You're going to hear some wild shit. Yeah. And that's always the thing, too. Like, I definitely get what you were saying when you when you invite people out to a show. Because I, I feel that, too. Especially, you know, in stages where it's, like, it's either, like, a bringer or it's, like, a good organized event. Yeah. You're like, yeah, let's do it. Let's get people out of here. <laughs> and, and then you're like, man... Uh, this could go like really, really south. Not in the sense like, and that's the thing, right? I'm not saying that it could go south because the comedian's material isn't like good. I'm saying it's because like when there are those times, like shows all about mixing people, right? You know, and if you have someone who's like, like really crazy, crazy polar opposites, it yeah, just tends it's... to just like. You definitely want people with different viewpoints, uh, but then when you go from like angel to spawn of Satan, <laughs> like it's and really it, it's easy a to switch. split a room like that. <laughs> yeah, really easy. Yeah. Trust me, I know I've done a lot of bringer shows. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. this past year, you know, thank thank my in laws. <laughs> yeah, dude, for showing up to a bunch of them, and they, you know, they have seen some things they didn't. No. Oh, dude, absolutely. <laughs> They're yeah. sweet people. Yeah. They didn't deserve to well, go through some of those sets. Well, yeah, dude. I mean, let me tell you something right now. This doesn't really uh, apply to this, but it's just a deviation, man. Uh, yeah, when we performed at Hyenas together, dude, that was a very, it was a, a, div- a diverse crowd. And the fact that you were definitely the minority, you know. Um, yes. That's- <laughs> it was definitely a, a yeah, and it was just an older crowd, too. And you went up there and... You know, you could feel, like, in the room, like, everyone's watching. You know, everyone's watching. And then just the way you got up there and just held this command presence and you were able to work in such a diverse crowd, I was like, like, that's a different town. Like you said, read a room, right? I've, yeah. I've seen you go up. I've heard, you know, your jokes, which fucking kill me all the time. And, like, I think that's the coolest part when you watch another comedian go up and you're like, all right, I know, like, some of this guy's stuff. Let's see how it goes out here. And then you just start working in the pocket you start throwing shit in there that hasn't either been up there before or you like throw a couple tags on because you're just rocking with it and you're like 
And I gotta start taking notes, man. Like that—that's I think is probably one of the coolest things to see in comedy is is shit like that. Like you went up there, did some fucking work, man. They—they they were loving your shit. You're actually going back to hyenas, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Derek. I saw that. Congrats. It's gonna be super tight. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out Derek Cakley. Yeah. Shout out. Gave dude. me gave me another shot. This time he's actually giving me more time. Fuck yeah, dude. So I mean, you tore it up with five, man. I'm definitely excited to see you out there well, again. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I was a little upset when he said only five. I was like, all right. Yeah, well. dude. We were sitting in that uh we were sitting in that prison cell, the the fucking green room over there. <laughs> <laughs> boy, hey, we had yeah. a we had a fridge with one water and two Red Bulls. <laughs> Why even offer it? Why are you even going to make us yeah. try to decide amongst ourselves? Yeah. That shit, what, what was craziest was like, uh, we had all the comedians, man. It must have been like five of us. And we walked, we got invited into the green room and we're like chilling. Not saying like we're entitled to that shit or nothing, uh, but it was so no, funny. We are. Green room. Yeah. yeah. Give it up. <laughs> but like we all get into this green room and he's like, uh, we like do this break. Like we do our prayer, we do our break. And then he's like, all right, y'all, y'all get out of here now. And I was like, why the fuck are we in this green room? Then? And I was like, quick meeting. <laughs> but yeah, dude, no. Um, what do you think of like, uh, dude, you're fives, man. Like I'd never... Like, I just, seriously, like, I, I saw your act before, and I, I'd never heard that five. Like, I was like, you, I don't know, had you been working or what, but, man, you pulled that shit out. I was like, damn, dude, that was, it was nuts. Yeah, see, well, I appreciate all the, the praise. That's, man, yeah, of course, means a lot. Yeah. The, the thing with me, the reason why my set's different almost every time, because uh-huh. I don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Right? Like, dude, I feel you. Like, Do you like, are you uh, one of those guys who's, like, looking at your notes right before you go up on stage? Sometimes. Um, I mean, I, I have, like, my go-to stuff that I try to work in a lot. Yes. Just yeah, because, yeah, yeah. like, I know... That like, tried and true. When I'm going to do a show, I, mean, I know I'm going to do this. Yes. Yeah. So I, I want to try to, like, do a little different variations, try it with different crowds. Um, but then for the most part, I just, like, I try to... And this was something I actually overheard another comedian talking about at Hyenas one night, um, is trying to, like, just break your jokes down into, like, just, like, a couple words. Yeah. So yeah, you, yeah. like, have your premise locked down. You know what's funny right. about yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you just... I just try to go with whatever i'm good at mirroring people yes yeah um, yeah 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 dude i think that's the best thing <laughs> yeah 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 the <laughs> fact that i'm constantly trying to please yeah. and get approval of people yes that's yeah. my gift so that's that's one thing um <laughs> no dude i think that's really cool the way that you like you, you i mean give what you get is definitely a big thing and you know the way that people work it, it, it it's super cool and i think um that's where I'm at the point in my career. Like I've only been doing this for a few months where I like, I have, I only have what I have. So it's yeah. like, um, at this point, like I'm trying to break things down to where it's like, okay, I know where I'm going to end up. Like, let's start here. I, I, as long as I can get to here, we'll see if we can dance a little bit in the middle and like, cause I know yeah. where I'm going. Like, uh, I don't know. It's a, it's definitely weird. Uh, yeah, and I think just with exposing yourself to all this comedy, just yeah. like seeing everybody go up on open mics, uh, especially seeing people bomb. Yes, I mean dude. you you learn shit. <laughs> yeah, like I right, I'm not gonna do that. Like um, one thing that I was doing, I had a stretch where like even during shows, I would say you know, yeah, like dude, fifteen hundred fucking times yes, per dude. minute. Where you're constantly looking at people, you know, you yeah. know, because you're like you want yeah. them to be like, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I validate me right yeah, now yes, in this moment. Yeah. I do, right? I do. I, I shrug my shoulders and yeah. I throw my hand. I go, right, right. Yeah. Like, guys, come on, right? There was one point I remember I was bombing hard at the Dallas Comedy Club during an open mic, and I literally pointed at a guy and I was like, right, guys, hey, come on, you know what I'm talking about, right? And then, Please. Yeah, and I was I was so out. Speaking of, of bombing, uh, I don't, have you talked about bombing your bomb? Like, have you ever bom- like talked about bombing on this podcast? I don't want to like um, maybe, go over probably. all the I mean, I bomb yeah. enough to where oh, I've yeah. got new bombing <laughs> you got stories new ones, all the time. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I, uh, that's another thing cause, uh, about being new to comedy that I, I definitely, um, it was weird, right? I did a, f- a few open mics and things went decent, right? Like uh, some jokes got some like either pity laughs or they just got some laughs and I was trying to work it. And um, that's the thing about comedy, dude. It'll humble you so fucking quickly. Like yeah. no matter what, it'll humble you. Like, uh, And I thought I, I really had some confidence going. I was like, I can fucking do this, right? And even, uh, you know, and then I bombed for the first time and I was like, damn, okay, I know what I need to work on. And then... Just recently, I was at the Dallas Comedy Club working an open mic because I wanted to get my A material ready for like the show that was coming up. And I was like, I'm going to brush up on it. I've been trying to do new stuff. I want to make sure this stuff's good. Packed room, sitting down, 
zeroed on damn near every single joke of stuff that I knew was tried and true, stuff that I was like, and that's where I like, there was a point in time where I pointed at a crowd member and I was like, you know what I mean, right? Like, please, like, please tell me you know what I'm talking about. Uh, and that was probably one of the most interesting feelings uh, to get, you know, especially like, you're just like, man, you're like, I, this has definitely worked hundreds and hundreds of times before, or like 30 and 30 of times before since I'm new, but like, it's a, it's a humbling feeling, man. It's it's so interesting. And you got to shit. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, everybody goes through it. Just even with the shit you know is just killer. Yeah. There's always going to be a crowd that's like, no, nah, I don't like you. <laughs> I yeah. just don't yeah, like you. Yeah, they'll just choose from the beginning. Or I've literally seen yeah. it. Or they're I, just not in a yeah. mood to laugh because we do a lot, we do a lot of mics at yeah. bars where people are like, you know what? Hey, I'm trying to drink my frustrations away from the day. Yeah, seriously. Screw these kids up here screaming yeah. at me on a mic. Exactly. Like, dude, yeah, I'm not laughing because yeah. my wife left me and I don't want to hear about you jerking off, you know? Yeah. Like, and yeah. with those, like, I used to, like, try to just push through jokes and try to, like, like I know this is funny. I know you're going to like yeah. it. Love this. But then when I just wasn't getting the response, that's when I started like diving into the crowd work a little bit more. Yes, yeah. Because I'm just like, all right, if you guys aren't into this, I'm into you. What's going on? Exactly, What's yeah, dude. And that's something um, I've had that issue where like if I'm if I'm like reading the crowd and I'm I'm doing my thing and I'm realizing I'm halfway through a joke and no one's paying attention, like I don't have like I just the confidence to keep going. Like I just slow down. I'm like ah blah blah. Okay, and I've seen dudes, man. I've seen. Vinny Corrales, shout out Vinny Corrales, bro. This dude walked into an open mic one night, packed. Nobody was laughing at anything. And he walked up there and was like, he did one joke that he wrote. Nobody laughed. And he was like, all right, fuck you guys. You don't want to hear written material? And that's, he just dove right into it. And I'd, mm -hmm. I'd never seen someone tear someone, something up like that. And I was like, these guys are pros, you know, like uh, trying to get into that. But yeah, th that's always such a weird feeling when you're like, why don't you guys like my yeah. jokes? Like, I, I worked hard on these. No, yeah, it su it sucks too, cause like most of everything, everything we do. What am I saying? Most everything we do is all about validation. It's all about trying yeah. to get people to enjoy your presence yes. and what you have to say. Yeah, you. Yeah. yeah. So it's tough, and like I know this. Sometimes you just be like, "Fuck it," you know. Mm -hmm. Fuck it. I'm just yeah. gonna give you me, and and if you don't like it, hey, guess what? There's another mic next week, bitch. <laughs> They're <laughs> yeah. gonna love me. Yeah. Then I got yeah and yeah. I, yeah exactly. That's always such a weird thing, bro. Is um is uh, you just hated it. Yeah, people yeah. sometimes hate it. They're not in the mood to laugh and uh <laughs> the the dude yeah the scariest situation that I, I this just happened last week yeah uh, I got booked for a private show. Oh shit! Like a like a like an event type deal, like yeah. a corporate thing or like something. Yeah, like a little that. corporate party, and it was fuck yeah, dude. completely. I don't even really know how it happened. Like somebody had posted something about mm -hmm. a show looking for a comedian. I love I that. Like Facebook has become like the new Craigslist for comedians. It really is. It's like so tight. Yeah, it it helps a lot. Big time, dude. Big time. <laughs> it's yeah. The only reason I like Facebook. <laughs> um, but like it didn't happen like mm -hmm. they was gonna they were gonna go with somebody else and then he messaged me back and he's like hey you still available hell yeah and it was uh isn't that that's the grind right there ain't it yeah. like yeah yeah you turn me down but if you need me again i'm hey, right there 100 yeah. like i had nothing right there no yeah. knowledge about what was going on or exactly anything. yeah so he uh calls me up we set it up it's tuesday at noon and fuck I, I've gotta, dude i've got to work but best I'm like, time to do comedy right I'm like, there <laughs> i'm just gonna i'm just gonna you know take a long lunch um <laughs> wait 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 so you went from work to the to the to the show and then yeah, yeah so, so that morning that's tight. That's I, tight. I was at a nursing home programming yeah. the nurse call to control their tvs and it's a bunch of bullshit <laughs> you're just lazy old people um <laughs> you're just working yeah you were like working on the smoke detectors and you're like oh shit i gotta show i gotta get yeah. out of here you just left a couple unplugged yeah. you know into some without batteries and shit and you're like yeah it'll be all right <laughs> i skipped a couple of rooms because i was like they got another remote yeah she's gonna right. die soon anyways yeah. it'll be all right yeah, yeah you know, gladys ain't gladys wasn't kicking this morning um <laughs> didn't want to go in there gladys is dead sorry yeah so you know she'll be fine till tomorrow yeah, yeah so so okay so you pull up what's it like when you pull up what do you see what's like the first thing you see when you? well the funny there? thing is it's another fire alarm company no shit yeah dude. like completely just random like dominoes just everything just lined up right fuck man so um that's kick-ass did you do your oh yeah i, I did the, i, I did that it. but it's yeah, funny because yeah, yeah. um 
Like my, I have a joke that's really for fire alarm techs. Yes, yeah. But this was like the executive. This was like the oh, higher shit, up. Oh shit! Yeah. There the was dudes. only like three or four techs in the back, so like they got the joke, and then like I've made fun of them a little bit. <laughs> um, There's a couple dudes in the back loving it. Yeah. Guys up front. Oh shit! Well, no idea. Like I walk in, I have no idea what was to expect. Was it like suits, like that type of corporate, or what? No, it was it was a chill. Like okay, they had a stripper okay. pulling the office. Really? Yeah. Okay. Like, they, were, they were pretty chill. Like when I showed up, they were like. Please don't be clean. And I was like, No shit, dude. Like, All right, cool. There were kids there. Whoa. Yeah, dude, people yeah. Had brought their kids. This was a family thing. Dude, I have a funny. Like, I have a funny story. Yeah, go ahead. People yeah, yeah. were retiring. It was a whole so thing. Uh huh. So I walk in and I had no idea what to expect. Like I thought maybe there's gonna be like 10, 15 people when yeah, I show up. Yeah, a little up. corporate gathering. Some- I pull up and there's like. 30 cars in the parking lot and i was like what the best and scariest feeling of a yeah, comedian like, right there is, is seeing a fucking packed house this is either gonna go really great or uh-huh. really really terrible for me so i go up i i do my material because I, I got there and they're like hey you want to go up now and i was like yes let's get into this yeah yeah, yeah. did it it was really fun everybody was cool um i wish i would have ended on a better joke yes that would be the one thing i'd take back from that set because i was like ah I left, I left him on a good note, but not a great note. <laughs> That's always, dude. <clears throat> I, I, I can honestly say I struggle with that. I, I struggle with closing, like having it's, it's, it's like I'm not gonna lie, dude. It's like one every three sets. I'll have like a super strong closer. All the others, like, kind of just laughter dies off, and I go, okay, I'm Kevin. Like, bye guys. <laughs> and it's more like a weird conversation that we just had than it was yeah. a performance. Oh. But yeah, kids at comedy shows, dude, it was that same comedy show where that dude blurted out the N-word. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, I knew. Super sick. So, uh, <laughs> um, Google we're sitting that one, there. kids. Yeah, dude. We're sitting there, <laughs> and then the show's starting up, and they're like, hey, so the way the show runs is we have G through R-rated comics. So we're going to have the G guy go up first. This motherfucker shows up with a guitar. He's like singing songs about like having step-parents and shit. Really yeah. G-rated. He's funny, though. And what I noticed is there's like 10 to 15 kids running up to the front to watch him perform. And I go, oh shit, there's a bunch of kids here. That's a setup. Yeah, dude. I was like, hold on. And like, he was like, by nine o'clock, we're going to be doing like PG-13 and R. So like, make sure your kids are gone by then. Next G-rated guy goes up, does not go well. Because the first guy was getting heckled by all the kids so hard. He cut his set from 15 minutes to eight and just got off stage and i was like yo this dude just got like taken off stage by kids <laughs> and then nine o'clock rolls around host goes hey it's nine o'clock we're doing dirty comedy now like if you're still here you're a bad fucking parent like you know what i'm saying next comic comes up dude there's still 20 kids sitting in the front on the crisscross applesauce looking at this dude <laughs> like he's a fucking preschool teacher right like and he i don't know the comedian's name but god if i knew it shout out to this guy bro he uh Oh no! It was Benja. You remember? You know Benja? Yeah, well I know done. Benja. It yeah. was the first time I'd ever met him, dude. That's crazy that I just remembered that. He walked up there and he was like, uh, "I finished inside my wife." Those was the first words he said. I finished inside my wife, and all the kids were just quiet. And he looks down at the kids. He goes, "That means I came inside my wife hard." And everyone's like, what? And I'm like sitting there. It's my first, dude, it's like my second show ever. And I'm like sitting there, I'm like, and like the kids are like, what the fuck is going on? What does that mean? And I was just like, this is this is it, dude. This is like the the variety you get. Like sometimes you get dead rooms, you get packed rooms, or other times you just get a bunch of kids that need to yeah. hear about your, your cum jokes, which is like terrifying. Because that's, that's never the one you want as an audience. And you just talking about banging his wife you know yeah that's a, that's a fun one to follow up yeah on. super cool man luckily they left before my set but yeah. um, well you could have just followed up like hey yeah i also banged benja's wife <laughs> yeah 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 i came uh, even harder yeah yeah shout out benja's <laughs> wife <laughs> they're a lovely couple they're gonna yeah, be they the are back. great yeah good good uh, check them out after the show <laughs> yeah make sure you go follow comedian by night jiu-jitsu by day shout out yeah hey get it out. <laughs> he's gonna love that fucking shout out bro yeah. guarantee it oh, but shit. now we talked a lot about bombing oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah and yeah. there's with that there's i feel like there's a lot of mental strength that you gotta have when you come to do this shit and if yeah. you want to keep doing this big time 
And you've talked a lot, um, kind of what you've been through, your dad. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's no fucking easy task right there. Yeah, man. I think losing, dude, it's weird because um, I didn't mean to cut you off. You no, no, yeah. Thoughts after that. Yeah, man. Uh, what bugs me the most about what I'm doing right now is just the fact, pretty much everything I do in my life, the only thing that bugs me is that my dad's not here to see it. Yeah. Like, Because um, we grew up, you know, we were really tight-dit, but uh, my dad lost his job when I was like 13. So we we just been straight in the gutter since that, right? Like life just went straight downhill from that shit. Getting pushed and pushed from apartment to apartment, eviction, eviction, cars getting repossessed. You know, my dad, I turned 15. He's like, go get a job. Like you need to get a job. You and your sister need to start working. Like we got to pull in money as a family. And, um, you know, I got it. You know, I was, he was really happy when I got into the Marine Corps and then I got out. And right as I was getting out, he got cancer. And dude, I was only out for like, six months and then he died which was crazy and um i was like fuck all that time is gone and then you know i got a really good job i got a house i got a new truck i got all these things and like i started you know embracing my hobbies and doing comedy and doing and i'm like man what bugs the shit out of me like this is cool and all but i'm like low-key depressed because like my dad can't see it and it's uh it bugs the shit out of me because too i'm like I, 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 well, I mean, it's ridiculous, but I was always seeking, like, his approval, you know what I mean? Because it's my dad, and I'm like, man, I wonder what he would have thought about this shit. And, um, but that's, like, a really big driving force is just the way, um, you know, my dad raised me, and just to keep going. But, yeah, I think about that shit all the time. That's the reason I go, try to go so hard, because, I mean, it, life's not guaranteed, bro. I no, thought I was, was going to, yeah, I thought I was going to retire my dad, and within six months of me getting out, he was gone. And I was like, well, shit. Yeah, I gotta do something now. I gotta do something for myself. Um, but yeah, shit breaks my heart, dog. <laughs> no, I, I understand that completely, yeah. and I I relate to that in a lot of ways, really, because uh, man, growing up, I, my me and my dad, we didn't have a relationship. You know, right. we were right. It was tough. So I always wanted, you know, a father figure, someone to like lean on and kind of like help me out through life. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, I never really got that growing up, but I had my best friend, John John. Hell yeah, um, dude. I mean, he was the one person that, like, wanted to make sure, like, I was good. Like, exactly. I was eating. Yeah. Yeah. I was taking, I was doing shit right. Like, even when we were out doing hood rat shit, he was yeah. like, no, you gotta, you're getting good grades. So, like, exactly. you gotta, yeah. you gotta saw, be the one who gets something. out. Yeah. So, he, <clears throat> he unfortunately spent a lot of time in prison. And when he got out when I was in college, mm-hmm. um, I remember he got out in February and I was I was so fucking happy. Like school was just about to end yeah. for the summer. He's out like everything was like life was just perfect. Like I had my boy back. Like we were about to take over the hood again. Like, exactly, <laughs> bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About to run it, man. And then six months later, he got shot. Oh damn, dude. I'm not even six months. It was four months. Four months because it's June fourth. Damn, dude. I'm sorry to hear that. Shot for no reason. Yeah. No fucking reason. You know, it just some stupid kid with a gun and they were drunk you know it it made no sense it was and i i always i always regretted not being there that night Mm -hmm. because he yeah you know we were partying for like three months straight yep and all of us were kind of like worn out but he was still had this energy to keep going he missed out on years Mm -hmm. and you know that was that night we just were like nah not tonight yeah and the next morning I get a call that he's in the hospital. Yep. And it it just to have someone you 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 want to like just have by your side throughout. Yeah, like you want to take them with you, man. It's like it's more than a friend. It it's just somebody who like just makes sense. Exactly, to be around cuz like, like when that guy was with you, uh I'm sorry, what what was his name one more time? We call him John John. John John, dude. Yeah. Fucking love that, dude. I love that. But that's like what you have is is somebody who saw something in you and took care of you even like because you know i feel like we're kind of the same in, in the fact that we we view ourselves like we are ourselves but we also view ourselves like from a different perspective where we're looking at ourselves from a, a bigger image yeah. and it's like a like people are picture. like oh this guy's great but in your head you're like oh, i don't know about that <laughs> like yeah but it's the fact that people no matter what through your ups and downs your angry moments happy moments sad moments bad moments that person is just there like yeah dude that you're a human we get that and they they accept it and they provided for you when they were down too like that's the thing i loved about my dad was and i'm sure it'd be the same with john john dude where if you were dead broke 
and you needed a shirt, you needed to be clothed, this man would take his shirt off and put it, like the shirt off his back and would do it because you need to be safe. And that's yeah. that's where I feel you because my dad was that guy too and I was never able to, in my opinion at least, right, give it back to him. Like be yeah. like, yo, thanks for everything you did. Mm-hmm. Here's that, you know, here's that whatever it may be. And I, I feel you on that. And that's like... That's some shit I can't shake. And people try to tell me all the time, dude, ah, well, you know, hey, you know, it's not your fault and there's not, you know, but, dude, I was there with my dad one day before he died and I was supposed to meet him that night and I was like, just tripping, dude. I was like, I could have just been there more, you know, I could have just showed up that night and, you know, have those, those conversations, but... I think uh, I can't, dude. I'm not very like I, I. I believe in God. I'm a. I like to go to church, but man, I, I. It's hard for me to accept sometimes the, the fact of the matter, the reality of the situation. They always say like, you know, he's he's watching down over you. He's looking there, and I'm like, that's great and all. Yeah, but 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 it's not. It's the fact that I can't physically fulfill it. That will always haunt me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And people try to dress it up and say all this, but I feel you, bro. No, it, it, it's, it's it's bothersome. I, people, I hear that all the time, like, you know, move on. Kind of, yeah. Kind yeah. of like people get sick of hearing it. But like for me, I know for you with your dad, it that's never going to go no, away. No, it's There's never going to go away. always going to be a driving fact. It's funny because like, you know, I use it a lot as motivation when I'm going up in comedy. Like, yeah, I think, I think a lot about like all the times we would clown each other and like yeah. the embarrassing crap that we would go through. Yeah. And I'm like, yo. I've done so much worse shit than just coming up here and getting booed by a few right. people. So, like, that's nothing. It's just, it's yeah, just to dude. have that, like, it, I don't know, man. It, and, and it's see, something special. No, and that's what I'm saying, man. And this is what a lot of people, you know, not to stress too much on comedy and stuff, but, like, dude, I, before I came into this stuff, I mean, yeah, sure, in the outside world, if that's what you want to call it, I was <laughs> established, I guess. Like, you know, have have a vehicle, have a wife, I have a car, or, you know, I have a house, um, everything's cool, right? I'm just, but on the inside, I was just empty as fuck. Like, I was so empty. I was, like, literally just a, a, just a number in the system, just doing what yeah. a good average American is supposed to do, go to work, come home, sleep, and fucking die eventually. So, um, and I had no one. I mean, I had my wife, but I had nobody. Like, you know what I mean? I didn't have friends. I didn't have hobbies. I didn't, yeah. you know, and, and coming into comedy being able to one just speak your mind on the dumb shit that you come up with but also like dude we we put emotion we put real things into the act and you meet other people and dude it's like the tight knit is it's a family man and what sucks is when there are people who are like listen i'm a fucking i'm fucking top dog around here okay i fucking do my shit but like i've felt those moments where you sit down with all these random people people you don't even know and you just chop it up for five, ten minutes, and you're like, "This dude's fucking hilarious." They're they're like cool, uh, you know. And you see them pop up everywhere. I like to say comedy's like open mics, are like speed dating for comedians, right? It really like is, we, yeah. we just pop up, talk for about five minutes, and then we bounce. And we're like, where are you going next? Well, maybe I'll see you there. <laughs> you know, maybe we can ride together sometime. Type shit like. Um, take my number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take my number down or something. Maybe add me up on Facebook yeah. or something. Like, you know, I think it's great, and uh, that it's been, dude. I I can't tell you the the bliss I've felt sitting at a dead bar with five of my friends who are comedians, just enjoying the fact that, um, we're just not focused on that bullshit. Like, I, yeah. I think that's the best part is like, um, I mean, we are focused on it, but we're going to tell it to you in a funny way, at least. <laughs> you know? no, I think that's cool. You point that out too. Cause I feel like a lot of people focus more on the negative side of yeah. like the all the comedians you know especially yes. the ego side the- yeah dude the ego side is definitely different i'm trying to get used to it. and like i said i'm new dude i don't and i've heard this before like I'll, I'll make a comment and someone's like oh man you just you just don't get it yet you just yeah. don't, you don't get it yet and i'm like i don't know if it, if, it, if it's wrong for me to say like certain things like you know like uh like dude getting bumped at a club fuck i get bumped so many times like blatantly and i'm like i guess it is what it is right you know that's gonna happen and then but there are some people who are like you need to pay your dues first before you like do any of this or do any of that and i'm like yeah the whole but (laughs) the whole pay your dues thing i mean what is this the 1920s that's what i'm saying bro like if you're good and you're working get out there like there's plenty of comedy to go around 100 percent. if you're i get 
I'm not upset at anybody that gets booked. Yeah. Because like exactly. even if there are guys, plenty, plenty of people that I think, oh, I'm funnier than them. Yeah. Getting shows. And I'm like, that's awesome. The only thing that's going to make me do is like, all right, I need to get on one too. Exactly. Let's yeah. hop on another one. Let's try and build something. So all these guys that just want to hate and say like, oh, I should, I deserve this because I've been around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been here for a minute or like they're clicked up and shit. And I'm like, yo, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I mean, if you're rolling with your click and you got a spot and you want to put your team on, fucking do it. I don't care. Yeah, Yeah. do it. That's what I'm going to do the second I get my team in there too. Like, you know what I'm saying? But Make sure your team's uh, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) But it's like, you know, uh, yeah, the the sense of like ego and entitlement to where... uh, I never understood why comedians don't laugh at other comedians' jokes. That's one thing. Yeah, so no, I have they're a, assholes. Dude. I have a <laughs> like I have a real problem. People have called me out for this too. I laugh at a like damn near every comedian that steps up to the stage. I'm gonna laugh at a joke because it's funny. Like that's what I'll, we're here for. Exactly, bro. Like we're sitting yes. in a comedy club. I, dude, I've been called out. People are like, I've had one guy tell me, "You're funny, but you're not gonna make it because you laugh at everyone else's jokes." Uh, that's my boy who said it though, so I'm not really tripping. Yeah. But it's the idea behind it where I was like, "That's just." I was like, uh, "I was like, yo, isn't that crazy though?" We we're like, "They're like, oh, this dude, yeah, I, and yeah, like, oh, we got a room full of comedians." So I was like, "Yeah, so everyone should be like, oh, nice, yeah. clever." But no, everyone's like, "Get the fuck off stage." <laughs> See, I got. I think I upset some people uh, last Thursday at Hyenas. Hell yeah! Because I was hosting the first block, and I mean it was a small crowd but they were engaged everybody was like listening in the crowd that's the best and then you have these comedians on the side just not shutting up at all oh dude talking oh i had to tell like four i went over there like four times like shut the up like dude we are here to just try and practice we got a little crowd let's let's try and keep them here. And see, that's what, like, look, like, I get it, right? Like, and like I said, I, I'll keep saying the fact that I'm new. Maybe I don't get it. But, like, whenever I step up to an open mic, I'm like, I, dude, if it's 4 or 5, 30, I'm like, yo, I'm going I'm to try to bring it and, like, try to, like, um, you know, it, it, I'm going to perform for these people. So I definitely get that where, like, someone's talking or it's, like, another comedian you see and you're like, hey, bro. And that's another thing, too, because, like, I try to be... I try to stay for all the sets. I try to sit down, shut my fucking mouth, you know what I'm saying, and just yeah. watch these guys perform. And then, like, you get up there. I hate <laughs> – I get it because, like, comedians are bump, jumping out of the mics. That was one thing I never got when I first started. Um, I was like, why the fuck is everyone leaving? Because, <laughs> like, I'd be, yeah. like, late in the set. And then I, I'd be like, why is everyone leaving? Like, why don't they want to stay? And, why? And like, I'd get up there. There's, like, four people, and they're like, dude, uh, either they're just not trying to stay till 4 a.m. to hear some open micer or, like – they're doing other shit like other mics man you got to yeah. get out there and really go and uh yeah comedy scene's weird man but i'm i'm having fun yeah That's i mean <laughs> be a gentleman stay one set yeah give it a set man don't hit the yeah. door right when you do it come on now yeah, it looks terrible when you just get off stage and run outside <laughs> yeah. like come on man give Show, us a shot yeah dude have some fun with it and uh yeah man um i definitely get like people take it seriously i take it seriously too but like have some fun man yeah some, you know exactly just, just we're all out. here working and speaking of work before we wrap this up yeah what's up woodwork oh fuck we, yeah we man. talked about this a little <laughs> bit um and i just want to call you out because i feel like i was lied to when you're like yeah i do woodwork and then i asked if you could make a bear and you said no i could make a table anybody can make a, anyone can make a table that's not woodwork that's yeah, ikea yeah. That is. So, so i um this is funny man um when my dad passed away, I, I was looking for all these outlets, right? Besides, like, smoking weed. Uh, <laughs> you know? That's one of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Um, which was stupid, right? Because I was like, man, weed's getting expensive. Time to start doing woodworking. Let me buy a fucking table saw and an $800 slab of I just pine. I yeah. just want to take a moment and just <laughs> pop. You went from, hey, you know what, smoking some weed. Nah, what's woodwork? Yeah, what dude, it? I was like, you know, the, the intricacies that I'm dealing with in life <laughs> are, are pretty crazy. Let us let me just go frustrate myself with fucking corner cutting that don't add up and shit I like that. <laughs> yeah, dude. I hate them. So I was going through this outlet, and I just started, you know, YouTube took over me. I, and I, um, I just went out one day and bought a table saw, and my wife was like, what the hell are you doing? And I was like... Woodworking. Yeah, I was like, I'm woodworking. I'm a woodworker now. Yeah. And she was like, what? 
And like, you know, I went and bought a hammer, bought some nails, I bought some wood, bought a table saw, bought a circular saw, bought all this shit. And then I just got home and I was like, I'm going to start making cutting boards. And she was like, okay. Made a few. Um, they turned out really well. Uh, shout out to YouTube. Fucking um, in the thousands of dollars I spent. Um, <laughs> for a cutting yeah, board. Yeah, for a cutting board. Um, and then, yeah, I just I started handing them out as Christmas presents. And people were like, yo, you should you know keep doing this. So I was like, okay, bet. So I started making a couple more. And then I was like, okay, cutting boards is kind of lame. You know, I mean, they're fun, but I got to do something else. And then I got into this business of building dog beds. Um, okay. Cat beds, dog beds. Made a couple hundred off of that, and then I was like, well, we'll see what else I can do, you know? And um, started building uh, rolling trays, which was like my very... I wanted to start a business on it. Uh, I was having a lot of fun. I would, like, take these live oak edges with, like, just beautiful grain, and I would cut them into pieces and, like, you know, cut some, some joint holders, a rolling tray, a grinder tray, make it all, you know, set have people send me in their custom sizes, make some really cool slabs, and just, like, give it away to people. And I honestly think that's just the fun part is i love building shit and then giving it to somebody and being like have fun with it i don't just enjoy it you know i just i've never felt older in my life than right now (laughs) when you were when you were describing that and you said roller trays i was thinking like kitchen islands oh yeah 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 yeah. i built bamboo kitchen trays yeah that's really convenient and then like you started talking about everything i was like oh oh no he's talking about weed yeah yeah yeah. talking about weed again that's even more convenient (laughs) yeah dude it was uh and it's really fun man i just like it's relaxing. I mean, it's so frustrating. Don't get me wrong. Which oh, is no, like, yeah. I love working with my hands. Exactly, man. It's, like, I, I think it's super fun. Like, especially when I'm on the job, like, and I'm at a construction site, and there's some shit going on. I'm like, shit, can I really call someone over here? But, like, I have the tools. Like, yeah. I can just do it myself. And, like, it's fun to get your hands dirty and build shit, dude. Like, it, it's weird. You know, I was a mechanic in the military, and I hated it. Like, I hated it. Um, the only thing I enjoy mechanically working on is motorcycles. But, like, dude, I got... Once I found out about, like power tools and shit like that wood game over oh dude i was hooked man <laughs> i i is fucking building blocks for me like legoland dude i love it yeah um but yeah dude come fuck with me i'm i'm on christmas break is when i pop up really hey. november and december i really start all right uh, you want you want trays you want charcuterie boards you want cutting boards you want rolling trays you want bowls you want fucking spoons i don't know I'll you got an etsy <laughs> shop with, yeah uh, no i don't have an etsy you, shop i should you do gotta it get on etsy man yeah That's, bro my wife uh she's like all about big on on painting and shit she's like selling her stuff um but yeah man woodworking is just it's relaxing it's the most frustrating relaxing thing in the world and i was doing it out of an apartment when i first started yeah. i was in a literally on an apartment balcony with a table saw just going That's ham funny. and people were not happy about it <laughs> no yeah. I, I sanded my table out on my patio here yeah 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 such a mess dude there's, yeah dude there's still stain on my window <laughs> from it it's, yeah you're um, just dusty as hell walking through your house just yeah. leaving tracks everywhere i'm not getting my deposit back on this one. Oh no easily uh, no but yeah it's whatever and you got to have something that just i feel like anytime i don't know you just got to have something that like you can go mindlessly work on exactly yeah that's what it is it's that mindless work yeah Yeah. you're accomplishing something but like you don't have to like think about anything you're just yeah and there's no like uh and that's kind of the thing is like whenever i was like working those projects I just tell people, like, yeah, just give me some time. And they're yeah. like, yeah, for sure. And, like, I can take my time. And there's yeah. no, like, the end goal is to make a good product, right? And just, like I said, I'm just mindlessly working. And there's not that pressure, that looming pressure of failure. Because I'm like, I can fix this. You know yeah. what I mean? It's not like you go up on stage and you call your mom a bitch. And you're like, <laughs> how do I mend this, like, right now? Like, uh-huh. like I can't just sand this over and make people like me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you uh, you can't take words back. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But you can't. there's always more wood. Yeah, there's always more wood. That's the lesson for today. Yeah. <laughs> you can't take words back, but there's always more wood. I like that. Think about that, kids. Yeah, let that marinate. Yeah. So, yeah, man, woodworking, comedy, okay. military chit chat whatever you want <laughs> kevin is your man Hell yeah. and you got some shows coming up yes, one you're sir. hosting which it's, i think that's gonna be that's gonna be a wild yeah it's one. gonna be super fun where it's uh wheeling and dealing with my boy tj uh it's the first show we're producing together i'm super excited yeah that's quick man six months in putting a show together like yeah that, dude that's definitely it's nerve-wracking a lot of pressure yeah yeah good luck uh <laughs> <laughs> mckinney october 21st Yes, right, sir. and then next, if you miss that one, the very yep. next day, yep, Dallas Comedy Club, Dallas and Comedy if, Club. If you miss that one, <laughs> the very next day, 
Ridgelia. We don't know how to say the word. Yeah, Ridgelia. Ridgelia Theater, Fort yeah. Worth, the 23rd. You're just going McKinney, Dallas, Fort Worth. You're I'm making going... my rounds, dude. Yeah. All right. You're going to have to get an Austin show in there soon. Yeah, absolutely. How's it going? see if the remote for the TV ended up in here somehow. Um, oh. Didn't see it. Yeah, I have not seen it. No, I didn't see it in here. I don't know where they keep that. Yeah, me. It's in the couch cushions, probably. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> okay, thanks. You're welcome. And that was one of my neighbors. Yeah, shout out to the neighbor. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be at the Dallas guy. Comedy Club as well. Make sure you check his new five out. Yeah, chilling in the apartment. Uh, I love that. that I, please keep that in. Please <laughs> yeah. keep that in. I love this. <laughs> I hope he doesn't try and sue me for any. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Any monetization. <laughs> what, what money? The money. The, the money. money stuff. I'm not yeah. going to try and say a big word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's yeah, too early for that. They, yeah, y'all come catch me out there, man. And uh, fuck, dude, thank you so much for having me on this. Sh- it was a really good talk, really good podcast, man. I really enjoy what it's you're the doing room. here. It's the ambiance. Yeah, dude, this was a super solid uh, podcast. That and horn over there, whatever that yeah, is. Yeah, this thing's scary. There's like an ivory. This thing was stolen from Africa or Egypt, just chilling up in here. But yeah, man, I definitely love to come back on here. This was super fun. I think hey, you got some good you coming going through, here. man. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Well, and, thank you uh, to everybody else. You know, get your life together. <laughs> Peace.